This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone, for this Tuesday, July 11th, 2023. I'm David Atkins. I'm Victoria LaVon Wilburn. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, a grand jury sworn in Tuesday could decide whether Trump is charged over Georgia's 2020 election. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Rebecca Law will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast. The current temperature outside is a partly cloudy 86 degrees. And now on to our top story. What happens behind the scenes when Supreme Court justices travel to colleges and universities for lectures and other events? In a months-long inquiry, the Associated Press has reviewed tens of thousands of pages of documents from more than 100 public records request about such events. The Associated Press has learned the identities of donors and politicians invited to events with the justices. For years, justices have traveled the globe during court recesses to lecture and teach. It is a permissible practice, and compensation is capped at $30,000. Yet documents obtained by the, the Associated Press through public records requests reveal that some all-expense-paid trips, particularly to attractive locales statewide and abroad, are light on classroom instruction with ample time carved out for the justice's leisure. Emails show officials frequently found that an appearance by Justice Sotomayor came with an additional benefit, namely the purchase of hundreds, sometimes thousands of copies of her books. Sotomayor's staff has repeatedly prodded public institutions to buy her memoir or children's literature. NATO leaders say they will allow Ukraine to join the alliance, quote, when allies agree and conditions are met, unquote. The plan emerged today at the annual NATO summit in Lithuania. It came just hours after Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky blasted the organization's failure to set a timetable for his country as absurd. Although many NATO members have funneled arms and ammunition to Zelensky's forces, there is no consensus among the 31 allies for admitting Ukraine into NATO's ranks. Instead, alliance leaders decided to remove obstacles on Ukraine's membership path so that it can join more quickly once the war with Russia is over. A new grand jury sworn in today in Atlanta will likely consider whether criminal charges are appropriate for former President Donald Trump or his allies for their efforts to overturn his 2020 election loss in Georgia. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis has been investigating since shortly after Trump called Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger to ask him to find just enough votes to beat Democrat Joe Biden. The investigation expanded to include examination of a slate of Republican fake electors, other phone calls to Georgia officials, and unfounded allegations of widespread election fraud. Willis is expected to present her case before one of two grand juries that was seated today. Coming up, Keith Roberts named director of Marshall Track and Field and Cross Country. That and more news from across the Tri-State when New Center 88 returns right after this.
dastardly plan to pollute the airwaves with Nickelback is almost to rotten fruition. We must let our powers combine. Jazz. Avoid winning news in sports. Rock and roll. Flashback. Ska. With your powers combined, I am WMUL. Oh no! WMUL's award-winning radio programming is kicking my... 88.1 WMUL. Welcome back to News Center 88 for the best radio news reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm David Atkins. And I'm Victoria LaVon Wilburn. Bob Huggins says he has checked into rehabilitation facility following a drunken driving arrest and disputes that he has resigned at West Virginia. Huggins issued a statement yesterday saying he wanted to, quote, set the record straight, unquote, on the events of the past two weeks since his arrest in Pittsburgh on June 16th. Huggins says he never gave formal notice to resign under the terms of his contract. He also says a resignation statement issued by the university on June 17th, indicating he was from it was from Huggins, was not drafted or reviewed by him. The university says it has no plans to reinstate Huggins. A federal appeals court has again blocked construction on a contentious natural gas pipeline being built through Virginia and West Virginia. The stay was issued yesterday by the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals in Richmond. It comes after Congress passed legislation requiring issuance of all necessary permits for construction of the 300-mile Mountain Valley Pipeline. The law also stripped the Fourth Circuit from jurisdiction over the case. Environmentalists, however, argued that Congress overstepped its authority by enacting the law and that the law violates the separation of powers outlined to the Constitution. The stay issued yesterday is just temporary until the court can hear full arguments in the case. Last night, Marshall University Athletics announced the hiring of Keith Roberts as Marshall's new director of track and field and cross country. Roberts, in the 22-23 season, led Eastern Illinois to three Ohio Valley Conference championships in women's cross country, men's cross country, and men's indoor track. Coach Roberts also announced that Caleb Bowen will be retained as Marshall's head cross-country coach, while Andrea Deem will stay on as assistant track and field coach. Stay tuned for future updates on Marshall Olympic sports. Coming up next, a surging river threatens Vermont's capital as crews rescue more than 100. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. We all share a common journey. We wanted to serve our country and protect the things we love. But for some of us, coming home was more of a challenge than we expected. In the service, we had each other's backs. But as veterans, it can sometimes feel like we're all alone. For confidential support, call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat at VeteransCrisisLine.net or text 838-255. Touchdown, Thundering Herd! Want to know the time of our next sports broadcast? Go to our website at www.marshall.edu slash WMUL and find the entire sports schedule on the front page. You can even go one step further and listen to the game live right off our website, www.marshall.edu slash WMUL. Yet another reason why we're the worldwide leader of Marshall sports coverage. WMUL 88.1. 
Welcome back to News Center 88 for the Best Spot News Reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm David Atkins. I'm Victoria LaVon Wilburn. Archaeologists have resumed digging for student remains at the site of a former Native American boarding school. The dig began yesterday and is expected to continue through the week. Researchers and community members have been trying for decades to find the cemetery near the former Genoa Indian Industrial School in Nebraska. In November, a team using ground-penetrating radar found an area that was consistent with graves. In 2021, hundreds of children's remains were found at other Native American boarding school sites across the U.S. and Canada. Since then, searches for Native American remains have intensified. A federal judge has handed Microsoft a major victory by declining to block its looming $69 billion takeover of video game company Activision Blizzard. Regulators are seeking to axe the deal because they say it will hurt competition. U.S. District Judge Jacqueline Scott Corley said in a ruling that the Federal Trade Commission, quote, has not shown a likelihood it will prevail, unquote. The case was an important test for the FTC's heightened scrutiny of the technology industry under chairman, Chairperson Lena Kahn, who was installed by President Joe Biden in 2021 because of her tough stance on what she sees as monopolistic behavior by tech giants such as Amazon, Google, and Facebook parent Meta. A storm that dumped two months of rain in two days is bringing more flooding across Vermont. Many communities are marooned by high water and a dam was threatening to overflow just upstream from the state capital of Mount Pelier. The slow-moving storm unleashed rivers from their banks and caused flash flooding, flooding in parts of Vermont and New York, and rivers are threatening to overflow in Connecticut. One person in New York's Hudson Valley died as she was trying to leave her home during flash flooding. Officials say the storm has already wrought tens of millions of dollars in damage. Coming up next, Michaela Wheeler will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast when News Center 88 returns right after this. I just wanted to eat like a normal human being, you know? Just something I could hold down without the horrible pain. Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis are diseases that attack the digestive system. A feeding tube's not my idea of a good meal. At the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America, we're excited about the latest research. Then there was this new drug. Thousands of people are being treated with new drug therapies. Doc said it doesn't work for everyone, but I got lucky. To help, visit ccfa.org. Now I'm taking food the old-fashioned way. I'm eating it. So what does WMUL mean by the cutting edge? Well, not this, but this. Marshall University students say it's not easy being Greek. Nope, not this either. Whew. But this, oh yeah. And finally, 0% this, but 100% this. Got it! Touchdown! Thundering herd! So the cutting edge means award-winning news, music, and sports. Not, uh, cutting stuff. 88.1 WMUL. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Michaela Wheeler, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. It's a partly cloudy 86 degrees outside of the WMUL studios, but it is a muggy one, so skip that evening jog and opt for a dip in the pool instead. 
Tonight we'll dip down into the lower 60s, but that doesn't mean things are cooling down, because tomorrow will be another scorcher. Good news is our air quality is finally back to normal, so as long as the rain holds off, it's a great night for a small fire and s'mores. Tomorrow we'll see highs around 88, and Mr. Sunshine will be out and proud all day long. Luckily, a slight breeze will lighten the feel of the 65 to 90 percent humidity levels we'll be suffering through. Today's weather word of the day is catabatic wind, a downslope wind that flows from high elevations down to the valleys or plains below. Catabatic winds are driven by the fact that cold air is heavier and more dense than relatively warmer air. When cold air pools in higher elevations and becomes significantly colder than the air below, the heavier air accelerates down into the lower elevations. Catabatic winds are most common near the elevated ice sheets of Antarctica and Greenland and can exceed hurricane force at times. Thank you to weatherology.com for that information. That does it for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it is a partly cloudy 86 degrees. For New Center 88, I'm Michaela Wheeler. Thanks, Michaela. Coming up, Aretha Franklin's sons clash over her wishes in trial over dual wills. Stay with us to find out more right after this on New Center 88. Welcome to Marshall University. We hope you enjoy your stay. But we know sometimes college students can get a little down. Introducing the cutting edge of all ailments, WMUL. Feeling homesick? No problem. WMUL will keep you company all day long, from our 6 a.m. morning shows until late night alternative. Tired of pinching pennies? Then WMUL is perfect for you. Marshall's very own radio station is 100% commercial free. We hope you enjoy our presentation, and don't forget to listen to 88.1 WMUL. Two sons of the late singer Aretha Franklin have given opposing opinions about the Queen of Soul's final wishes. They testified in suburban Detroit in an unusual trial that will determine whether a 2014 handwritten document found in a couch cushion will guide her estate. Franklin died in 2018 without a formal typewritten will. Her legacy still is tied up in court after different sets of handwritten papers were found at her home. Ted White, the second, a son who played guitar with his mother, favors the 2010 document. Two other sons, Key Kalf and Edward Franklin, say the 2014 paper should control the estate. Today, Michigan jury finds handwritten document found in singer Aretha Franklin's couch is a valid will. And that does it for this summer edition of New Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news for Marshall University and the Tri-State area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Victoria LaVon Wilburn, Michaela Wheeler, Luke Hamilton, and the entire New Center 88 team, I'm David Atkins, and your thought of the day is, art in itself is an attempt to bring order out of chaos. Stephen Sondheim. <laughs>